Hello everyone and welcome back to The Past is a Blast. My name is Peyton Thompson and this is my co-host Ellis Brule. Hey everyone, today on The Past is a Blast we will be talking about a very major event in history. As some of you may know, today is Holocaust Remembrance Day. During the Holocaust, there were many resistors and rescuers that were remembered for their bravery and compassion for others. One of these brave people was Irina Sindler. Before we get into this topic, this podcast is sponsored by DeCrusty, keeping feet nice and soft. Now more about that later. Let's get started with our subject of the day. Irina Sindler was born in the grassy hills of Otwok, a small town 15 miles from Warsaw, Poland. Sindler's birthday, February 15th, is coincidentally a day after Valentine's Day. At the young age of seven, her father fell ill and passed away from typhus after he had been exposed by his patients. This disease was caused by mites and fleas and was very dangerous and hard to recover from at the time. Sindler learned Polish literature at the University of Warsaw, but not for a long time. She disagreed with the ghetto bench system at some of the Polish universities. She protested for the cause, but she ended up getting suspended for three full years. After returning, she graduated from the University of Warsaw with a medical degree. She was inspired by her father, who was a Polish socialist and a doctor. He saved Jews who were in need and it sparked Irina to help them later on. September 1st, 1939, Germany invaded Poland. At the time, Sindler was a senior administrator at the Warsaw Social Welfare Department. This business operated canteens throughout poor city districts. They provided clothing, medicine, and money for poor Jews. Warsaw Ghetto, a 16-block area, was built. This place held thousands of Jewish families who were soon to be killed. Sindler was dismayed by these conditions, so she joined a Council for Aid to Jews movement called the Zagoda. After she joined this group, her life would change forever. Now, a brief word from our sponsor. Are your Tootsies crusty? Do they constantly hurt? Well, Well, we have a solution for you. DeCrusty is a cream for your feet that will allow them to feel free and soft. This product is only payments of $100 every day of your life for the rest of your life. After using DeCrusty, I was amazed at their results. I can finally play with my kids and not be insecure about my feet. My toes have gone from ew to brand new. Side effects may include rashes, diarrhea, nausea, a sudden craving for McDonald's apple slices, and some heartburn, but not enough to kill you, I think. The ingredients in this product are simple. It contains drops of blood, fungus, flowers, and some lotion. Don't forget about the gasoline! This product is available at your local Publix, Walmart, or Black Market. Get DeCrusty and make your feet unmusty. Alright, now back to the story. To get into the ghetto legally, Irina was given a pass from the Warsaw Epidemic Control Department saying that she was able to treat sick Jewish families. 
She visited the ghettos daily and brought food, medicines, and clothing with her. Even with her helping, 5,000 people died every month from starvation and illness in the ghettos. Because of this, she decided to try and help the children in the ghettos escape. Trying to help children escape brought challenges like persuading parents to part with their children, finding people willing to provide shelter for the children, and people willing to risk their lives so that the children would be safe. With the help of other volunteers from the Social Welfare Department, she made hundreds of fake documents with forged signatures. Doing this allowed her to smuggle 2,500 Jewish children and give them temporary identities. She took note of each of the children's real names in code form and put them in a jar. She buried the jar underneath an apple tree in her neighbor's backyard. She also sent many of the children to religious establishments to involve the kids with the church. She quoted, No one ever refused to take a child from me, meaning that numerous people agreed with the cause of helping the Jews. The Nazis figured out Irina's works, and on October 20th, 1943, she was arrested, put in prison, and tortured by the Gestapo. The Gestapo were a secret police of the Nazis. They broke her feet and her legs. As a result, she was sent to the Piwok prison. However, she continued to have hope. She was sentenced to death, but at the last minute, Zagoda members bribed a German to stop the execution. She escaped prison, but was still followed and pursued by the Gestapo. Once the war was over, she dug up the jar with all the children's names in it. She used them to find all 2,500 children and reunite them with their families. But sadly, most of their families died in the concentration camps. When she was older and the war was over, her picture was put in the newspaper for her works. People who she saved from the ghetto would see her picture and call her. They would say, I remember your face. You're the one who took me out of the ghettos. She had many of these kinds of phone calls throughout her life. Irina Sendler was a very courageous woman. Not only did she inspire others to help the Jews, but she also inspired people all around the world to help those in need. She was an amazing role model that we should look up to, too. People like this need to be recognized and appreciated, even if it was a small act of kindness. It really does change people's lives. Well, that's it for today on The Past is a Blast. Join us next week for another conversation about the Holocaust and other fascinating historical events. Thanks for listening. Ellis Brule and Peyton Thompson signing off.